Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show coming to you live on this Tuesday evening as well. The Braves have their magic number for the division whittled down to four. Obviously, we know they're already in the playoffs, but magic number at four after last night's split of the doubleheader with the Philadelphia Phillies. Let's head out to the waitforward.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Chris Willis. He, of course, covers the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation, managing editor for batterypower.com. You can follow Chris on his personal Twitter page, at Chris underscore Willis. Chris, as always, buddy, thanks for a few minutes on the show this evening. Yeah, it's fun to talk to you. I appreciate you having me. You know, obviously, we're, we're down to the magic number of four. There are 18 games left. We know that the Braves are in the playoffs. How do you kind of think they handle their pitching staff or their positional players? We know that these guys want to play all the time, but do you think that they start to slow some things? Because, again, this is going to happen pretty quickly with a magic number at four. But there is a decent amount of games left. How do you think they approach, you know, once they get that magic number clinched, how do you think they approach pitching staff, positional players? Well, the pitching staff, I think they just try to continue to work um, work guys in uh, to give them an extra day of rest. You know, we saw that this past weekend. Uh, we really saw it just about the whole month, honestly. But, uh, you know, just to do that, I mean, Brian Snicker talked about that a little bit the other day and, uh, you know, basically said, you know, they try to keep giving guys extra days. But, you know, obviously some of them are going to have to go on regular regular rest. But, uh, you know, I, I won't be uh, shocked at all to see them, you know, to try to give, uh, you know, an extra day here or there to, you know, the guy, especially if one of them feels like they need it. The position players, I mean, he did say that he he wanted to get everybody a day off maybe once they got, uh, you know, once his thing's clinched. Uh, but, you know, I don't know how much of that will be. I think it's a very, you know, there's a fine line between too much rest and, and, and not enough. And, uh, you know, they are they are going to get the, the extra days off being the number one seed. So, you know, maybe, maybe he works a, a few guys in and, uh, you know, gives them an extra day. But I think – for the most part, though, you're going to see basically the same guys in there from a position player standpoint. You know, Chris, do you think that the MVP race is just all about Mookie Betts versus Ronald Acuna? And I guess the question I'm going to ask you is, in as a kind of a second part is, you know, we've heard a lot about that maybe Betts and Freddie Freeman split their vote. But do you think that there's any concern about 
Ronnie and Matt Olson splitting the vote because I think Matt Olson has moved himself up into either that fourth or fifth spot as far as the MVP goes. Yeah, if you'd asked, I wasn't, I wasn't really worried, but uh, the the uh, and I mean, let's be honest, had the, probably the quietest fifty home run season ever, you know, from a national media standpoint. Uh, so I think I still feel pretty good about Ronald is there. Uh, but I think I, that's serving uh, you know, I guess if I file it, uh, Olson third on, you know, on sorry, at North. Hey, in, in, hey, Chris, do me a favor. Your, uh-huh. your phone has been – so since the start of your answer, your phone was completely – cutting out on me it was okay kind of so start your answer again and and give me your whole answer okay all right um if you'd asked me that question last week um you know i probably i probably would have said no but uh you know with the way that the tear that matt olson's been on uh of late you know i feel like you know he maybe he's getting into the um you know getting into the mix but I'll be honest, you know, he's kind of had the quietest 50 home run season ever from a media standpoint. I, I don't know if that's just a, a result of being in a Braves lineup that's just, you know, everybody hit, hits homers and Ronald Cunha is having a, a season, uh, you know, for the ages. Uh, but, I mean, I think if I had a vote, you know, Matt Olson, he'd probably be third on my list. You know, if you look at this year, and I've been kind of vocal about this on my podcast, you know, there have been amazing, you know, numbers and historic moments. And, again, Matt Olson going to set the single-season record. They have a shot to set the home run record and the run scored record. Ronnie, the MVP. But, you know, this this can't be like what 2003 was when that was before this year. The best lineup in Braves history, the most prolific offense in Braves history. They were a 100-win team and all this, that, and the other. And all I remember about that season is Leo Mazzoni after it was all said and done saying, well, anything can happen in a short series. You can't have that this year. And, you know, how much pressure is it just, look, for all of the accomplishments, if the playoff failure happens in this thing, it's going to be devastating because, again, I think they're the best team in baseball, best team in the National League. Again, you're not necessarily going to slug your way through it, but this has to be – at least in the World Series, does it not? Or all of those accomplishments don't really m- amount to much of anything. I agree. And, I mean, it's it's a different uh, look for this team because, you know, uh, 2021, you know, they were firmly the underdog. I mean, you know, they were lucky to be there. And then even last year, you know, they won 101 games and run Mets down. But I think everybody kind of expected the Dodgers, you know, to come out of the National League. So it wasn't like the Braves went in there as the – you know, as the favorite, but, you know, they've pretty much been the best team in baseball, you know, for I'd say at least half of this season, you know, a Tampa Bay probably had a little bit of a claim to that to start with. So I think you're right. I mean, it's one of those things. I think there's going to be a little bit of pressure just because it's going to be different this time. And, uh, you know, I mean, anything can happen. That's where the the playoff format kind of works against you. They expanded since they've expanded it because anything can happen in a uh, five, in a short series, a five game series. Uh, but you know, when we look back on the legacy of this of this season, you're right. I think you know what people are going to remember is what happens. You know what happens in October. Chris Willis, managing editor for BatteryPower.com, talking some Braves baseball with us here on the Wade Ford.com hotline. 
So if you could set your rotation up for a playoff series any way that you wanted, how would you set your rotation? I'd probably go Freed, Strider, and then uh, Charlie Morton. Um, you know, I, I, ain't sure, I think Kyle Wright could get into that mix, but I don't really see him much as a possibility for the first round, the division series. You know, maybe he figures in the NLCS. I would, I would carry Elder, and uh, you know, but I would probably put him in the bullpen as, as a situation where if I need to pull a starter early, you know, he could, Elder's a guy that could go in there and give you three or four innings. Uh, the way it, the way it's worked, uh, the way the schedules worked out for the first round. So, um, but yeah, I think I'd go free Strider and, and Morton. Do you think that obviously if they advance and, and get into a seven game series, you know, again, you're looking at Freed, Morton, uh, and Strider. Um, but what happens with that for, I mean, is it all dependent upon whether or not Kyle Wright can come back or, do you use Bryce Elder in a starting role when you get into a seven-game series? How do you think you handle that? Well, I think, you know, we just got to see how uh, Kyle Wright's going. You know, what I kind of expect to happen, um, well, you know, things got fast-tracked a little bit since he's already back on the active roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, my, my assumption was that he would probably not be on the division series roster and then probably keep pitching at the, at Gwinnett, you know, at the alternate site, keep working out sim games there like they've done the last couple of years, you know, to be uh, as a possibility to be there for the LCS. Now, you know, he may be in the mix now since he's already, you know, he's already been activated. He's already seeing some game action. Uh, but I think Bryce Elder's probably got a little bit of a leg up uh, to start with. Maybe it's a situation where, you know, you see him and right and you're, you're doing a little piggyback, uh, situation there um you know but they won't need four starter until they get to the get to the lcs like you said with a seven game series if you had to pick a player that's had the most surprising season for the braves which braves player would you say has had the most surprising season this year i think it's orlando arcia still just because you know i I mean he's come in and just exceeded all of my expectations. And I think, yeah, I thought Brian Snicker kind of said that uh, on the last homestand too, just with the big hits that he's come up with and how he's uh, solidified the shortstop position. But, you know, if you had told me before the season that he was going to be this good, this, uh, this uh, far above league average, a uh, career high home runs, you know, I just couldn't have seen it. And, uh, you know, that shortstop position was a big, uh, huge question mark coming out of spring training. And once he got out there and got to playing, you know, it just kind of faded into the background because, you know, he he did the job. You know, Chris, uh, I know you and I have talked a little bit about this, but, you know, it was about a week or so ago that um, Michael Harris had played the same number of games that he did in his rookie year. And if you look at his numbers year over year in the same amount of games, I mean, there was literally only, I think it was, two or three plate appearances difference in the 114 games that he played last year and and this year. But the thing that stood out to me is batting average, very similar. Yeah. The home runs are a little bit down, but again, that's, it's not really that, that much, but he was, he was a little bit better in his walks, but drastically better about 25% less strikeouts. And, And I think that's a real accomplishment. You know, again, 
we talk about the struggles that he had early on, but you know, as the season has moved along, and now the power all of a sudden is starting to come you know around a little bit more. But you really do see some of his growth as a hitter. Where look again, if you can cut down twenty five percent from the number of strikeouts you had year over year in today's baseball, that's a that's a monumental feat just in itself. Yeah, that's that's huge, and uh, I've I've liked how he's really looked against left-handers. I think that he's shown a, a tremendous amount of growth there. You know, I don't know how many times you've seen him facing a tough lefty this year, and he's just serving the ball to you know the, to the opposite field, uh, you know, and coming up with big hits. But I mean, he's been he's been tremendous too. And it just you know when you've got a lineup that's that's this deep with two guys putting together historical seasons. A lot of guys just kind of get lost in the shuffle. I think you know that's true for Austin Riley. I think it's true for uh, Michael Harris too. And uh, but you're right. I mean, you, uh, you had reason to worry a little bit uh, early in the season. He come back from that injury and he's hitting 160. But really, since he got in the lineup and got got healthy, man, he's he's just been as good as advertised. And uh, you know, I think it's uh, you know, the sky's. I feel like the sky's the limit for him because I feel like he could probably go you know, to another level with the, the way he's shown improvements at the plate. Last question for you, Chris. I mean, we talk about MVP award. I mean, I think Strider's going to finish in the top three of Cy Young. I Again, I think if he'd have led the league in wins and gotten about 20 wins and 300 strikeouts, I don't know how you could have voted uh, against him. But I, I think at this point, you know, he's going to finish somewhere in the top three, four. But I will ask you um, – I think Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna both are certainly leaders or or right there near the top of winning a Gold Glove um, this year. I think Ronnie. I think Ronnie's going to end up with his first Gold Glove when all is said and done. And Michael Harris has obviously been you know a guy that was in the mix you know for it last year. But you think maybe those two guys win Gold Gloves in the National League outfield? I think Michael Harris is a no-brainer, and I thought he should have probably won it last year. I think there was some technicality as to when he came up, or or something to where he wasn't wasn't uh, able to finish in the at the top of that list last year. But you know, Ronald's going to be interesting because he's got the he's got the big arm. He's he's called a lot. Uh, you know, he's made some unbelievable plays out there. But you know, the defensive metrics uh, don't don't uh, rate him very highly. So it's going to be kind of an old school, a new school uh, type of voting there, which honestly in the gold glove, you know, it, it, a lot of times it is the old school way, the eye test and stuff. And I think he passes the eye test for me most nights. That arm is as good as anybody's out there. And it's not only strong, it's accurate. And, you know, he just changes. Like you see teams not tagging on him and not going first to third on him because they can't chance it, you know, with him out there. So, you know, I, you look at this outfield, and I mean, you're talking about two two very high level uh, players out there defensively. Yeah, and I will also add to it. Uh, Gold Glove is a lot about reputation. It, it's been it's been a lot of reputation based award. Um, whether whether guys deserved it or not, a lot of times it's been about you know what have you what have you done and what have you accomplished you know in the league and have you won it before. So we'll see. I think I think there's going to be some very interesting voting for the Atlanta Braves. Check him out on his personal Twitter page, at Chris underscore Willis. He is the managing editor for BatteryPower.com, covers the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation, and join me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Chris, is always my man, appreciate a few minutes on the show. We will certainly chat again here soon. 
All right, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. John Chuck, we'll be back. Sports Radio, 910 Game, Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.